Hi everyone, my name is Ava and welcome to this episode from our series, Small Actions Lead to Big Impacts. Thank you for tuning in. Today, I have the pleasure to be speaking with Daniel Hartz, the founder of Sustainability Champions. Concerned about the environmental impact of his food, Daniel began researching ways he could reduce his effect on the planet. With this in mind, he created Sustainability Champions, a podcast meant to empower and share the stories of low-impact individuals. And so the name Sustainability Champions was born. Hi, Daniel. How are you? I'm very well, Ava. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, thank you for being here. Um, Would you like to begin by talking a little bit about yourself and your platform? Absolutely. So Sustainability Champions, as as you outlined, uh, is really about positivity and uh, I, I would say optimism. Because I think when you look at the news, if you're watching anything or reading anything about the environment, it's always very negative and it's extremely disempowering and it just makes you feel like the problems are so big and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Uh, But actually, there's tons of people out there who see these challenges and they choose to do something about it. And so that's what Sustainability Champions is really all about. It's highlighting and celebrating these individuals who've chosen to see a problem and take action, even if it's, a, even if it's small actions. Ultimately, what ends up happening is a ripple effect. And when one person does a good action or something that's good for the environment, then someone else may see it and get inspired and, uh, and, and it keeps going. And so that's really the purpose of Sustainability Champions is kind of to be the pebble in the lake that starts the ripple uh, and hopefully it, it carries on. To add on to that, how and when did it start? It officially started in January 2019. Um, It was kind of a New Year's resolution, actually, which just I actually stuck to one of the very few times ever. And um, but it was it's like an iceberg. You know, these things uh, have been it had been cooking for a long time. And it was something that I was really interested in probably for 10 years before then. And um, the whole point of it was really to learn about sustainability and, and this whole field, because uh, I, I wanted to work in sustainability and I wanted to get into it, but didn't really see a way in. So I decided to just speak to people who are already doing something uh, and in the process, learn and, and hopefully educate, inspire others. And so uh, I started a podcast as well called, um, well, at the time it was called Sustainability Matters Today, uh, which I then changed to Sustainability Champions. Um, and so now we're basically two years in and uh, having a great time. What message do you hope to share with your podcast and Instagram account? So this is, the message is ultimately the most important part of this whole thing that I'm doing, um, at least from my point of view, because ultimately the the message is that no no matter how small an action you make and no matter how small the impact you think that action will make, it actually does make a difference. And it's really important to carry it out, even if it just means like changing your diet a little bit, you know, don't have milk in the morning, for instance, or instead of eggs, have something else. I don't know, just, you know, removing some, uh, going for some more plants in your diet or going the extra step for with recycling, um, walking when possible. These actions, although they may seem small in in the grand scheme of things, actually do make a, make a big difference and they inspire other people to make changes as well. And so really the, the message is you're not too small. 
you you have the power to make a change and to make that difference. So go for it, do it. Which interview had the biggest mm -hmm. impact on you and, and why? The, well, all of them have had their own impact uh, in their own way. And all the guests that I've had either on the podcast or as, a, as an Instagram live have all been extremely interesting and useful in my knowledge and, and in terms of what I've learned. One particular conversation that I had, which really stuck with me more than I suppose some, some it's the first one that comes to mind really, is from the CEO of Shiok Meats. Her name is Sandhya Sriram. And Sandhya told me about how shrimp are raised specifically in shrimp farming. Um, and it's, it's not a pretty picture. Um, basically, because shrimp are bottom feeders, there are some farms in the world that raise shrimp on sewage, because that's basically what shrimp eat. Uh, it's just typically in the ocean and not as kind of gross as that. And uh, after that, it's been very difficult for me to eat shrimp or other bottom feeders, especially if it's farmed. Not all farms do that, I should just mention, um, but Sandhya had seen some farms firsthand that did that. Uh, and she's coming up with an alternative to shrimp that doesn't require actually killing shrimp um, at all uh, or farming them for that matter. So that kind of, it was just a short little story, but it really stuck with me and it that one conversation really changed my actions and, and the way that I see certain things that we do on a, on a daily basis, and which is just eating shrimp. So you have a series called Easy Alternatives. Could you explain and elaborate on what it is? Easy Alternatives, and I think this, this comes back to this message that we were talking about. So Easy Alternatives uh, was a series that we, we started to basically just outline some ways that you can make some changes in your daily life um, to be more sustainable. So there are a couple of things that we highlighted there uh, in terms of you know, how to use less paper, for instance, or, or how you can clean in a more environmentally friendly way. Uh, ultimately, it comes back to this idea of making little changes in your daily life to uh, be more sustainable and to be more eco-conscious. What are some of your daily sustainable habits and which one is your favorite? So, yeah, it's a good question because ultimately it is alternatives. And that's what I'm learning more and more as I do this is that we're, we're, I, I don't think the point of sustainability is to move out from your house and go live in the woods, you know, wearing a loincloth and like hunting with a spear. That's not really what we're talking about. It's not practical. Um, Ultimately, what we're talking about is learning to use the resources that we have available in a responsible way so that future generations can continue to live and thrive and enjoy the same level of comfort that we have with our climate, with our, uh, the, the amount of abundant resources that we currently have in a safe and, and healthy way. So um, I think it's really important to... Um, basically to not waste anything. I, I read um, David Attenborough, who's a well-known um, basically advocate for sustainability in the UK. He 
said, don't waste anything ever. That's basically the key to sustainability. So there's a lot of things that I do um, along the point of don't waste anything. My current favorite thing is a box subscription for vegetables that were would otherwise be thrown away. Uh, in the UK, it's, it's called Oddbox. Uh, I don't know if there's other or similar subscription services here in the US. Um, personally, I think it's genius because these are fruits and vegetables that would otherwise be thrown away. They're perfectly edible. In fact, I've noticed that actually they taste better than store-bought stuff because they, I, I suppose they're more seasonal. They're more, uh, they kind of come straight from the farm. I, I don't know exactly how it works, but whatever it is, they taste better. And you know that you're actually rescuing food. This would have been just thrown away. And, and for the most ridiculous reasons, like the tomato was too bumpy or it was a little too small. Or it was a little too big, or it wasn't perfectly round, or they just had too many carrots. And so they were just going to throw them away and you're rescuing it. And it's amazing because you realize, or I, I've learned that 40% uh, of food that's grown is thrown away. So almost half of all the food that is ever produced around the world ends up in the trash can. And that's an incredible waste of resources uh, in so many different ways. The water, the space, the fertilizer, everything that goes into making the food, and then everything that goes into transporting the food, everything that goes into keeping the food fresh, everything that goes into actually consumers buying the food, and then everything that goes into throwing the food away. It's such an intense process and half of it is literally for nothing. So to me, that's the most right now, like my favorite sustainability swap. Um, uh, but there's all sorts of other things that I, I do. You know, I've, I've really started to ramp up eating more plants uh, in my daily life. Small things as well, turning off the lights, um, just these things about not wasting. Um, one thing that I've recently started doing was um, sewing holes up. So like I had a pair of trousers that had a hole in it and they were pretty cheap. So I could have just thrown them away, but I decided to patch it up or, or sew it up and I'm still wearing them. And I felt like uh, Superman because I've learned to sew in order to do that. So I think it's just being conscious of, uh, of the things that we have and seeing how you what you can do to make it last longer and uh, not waste anything actually one other thing that I've, I've really enjoyed about a subscription service like oddbox or, or imperfect foods is that you end up getting because you can't really control what you buy or what you receive you just get a box every week or however often um, you end up getting all these fruits and vegetables that you would never normally buy. And because you're rescuing them, you have this moral obligation, or at least I do, you know, there's no way I'm going to throw this thing away. I don't even know what it is. It's a big blob of vegetable and I have to figure it out. So you, I start, you start Googling it and figuring out what to do with it. And actually you, you learn, you know, I didn't really know what celeriac was um, just, I'd never bought it. So we got celeriac more than once. And now I'm a pro at making celeriac and I actually really enjoy it. I'd like to end with a very simple question. If our listeners should remember one thing from this podcast, what should it be? It should be what, what, what we mentioned earlier, which is your actions matter and believe that your actions matter because they really, really do. And ultimately 
if, if you choose not ultimately sustainability is not one big choice that happens once, you know, the president that just doesn't sign sustainability into effect and we're, it's all set. Sustainability is a, is billions or even trillions of decisions that we make every single day. So make sustainable choices, even if they're small every day. And that's what I believe will actually help us protect and heal the planet. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you to all my listeners and a big thank you to Daniel Hartz. You can find him on Instagram at sustainability champions. Stay tuned for our next episode in our series, small actions lead to big impacts. Thank you and have a wonderful day.